Welcome to God With Us with Pastor Daniel Hahn of the Pittsburgh Tri-Parish Lutheran Churches. It is indeed a great blessing to have you here with us today as we continue to share the exciting truths that are alive in the Word of God. Jesus Christ is the Good Shepherd of His sheep who laid down his life to save us. In today's message, Pastor Ham reflects upon the astounding words, He died for me. Let's join Pastor Han now on today's edition of God With Us. Dear friends, grace and peace to you from God our Father and Jesus Christ, our crucified and risen Lord. Amen. He died for me. Every believer can say those words with utmost confidence. They are the solid foundation of our eternal hope. They express the vastness of Christ's love for each one of us. And they inspire the love and the loyalty of God's people who are knit to Christ in bonds of heartfelt devotion. He died for me. Now they may not know it, but every unbeliever can also say those words. All who do not know him all who have gone astray from God, all who have lived as enemies of the cross of Christ, can say, by the Spirit, He died for me. Indeed, He did die for all. This morning, on this fourth Sunday of Easter, we are observing what is often called Good Shepherd Sunday, because the readings for this Sunday always 
bring forth that image from the scriptures of Jesus Christ as the great shepherd of his sheep, his people. In our psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. You know, from the time of King David, the people of Israel had known and loved those beautiful words of the 23rd Psalm. But for all those years, they did not clearly understand what those words were describing. But when our Lord Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, stood in that upper room with his disciples, he made it clear as he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. He opened for them the writings of Moses and the prophets and also to understand the Psalms that they testified to him. I am the good shepherd. He said that in another time. And all of those words of the Psalm, so well known for a thousand years, they had always been testifying to Jesus. They still testify to him, declaring his gracious work for us, his faithful love toward us, a people who had gone astray. So many of us indeed do treasure that 23rd Psalm. We find so much comfort in Christ's love for us as our shepherd. We, we know that because he is with us, providing for us, guiding us, protecting us, we can say, I shall not want, or as we just sang, I am content. That is, Jesus is taking care of me. He supplies for all of my needs. He never forgets his faithful love for me. Today, tomorrow, for all eternity, I have nothing lacking when I have him. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even in that darkest moment, even in that dread hour when my eyes will be darkened in death, when no human being will be able to help or comfort me, even then he will be with me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. We treasure, indeed, that image, that certainty, that promise, the Lord is my shepherd. And how much more astounding, how much more beautiful are those words and that promise when we consider the backstory to Psalm 23, which is the story of our rebellion and sin against that good shepherd of ours. You know, a lot has been written over the years about the, well, the relative stupidity of sheep. How, how they always have their noses down to the ground looking for that next blade of grass to eat and how with that kind of focus they, are, they so easily wander away from their shepherd and can wander right into the clutches of a predator. And certainly 
each of us have a whole lot to confess about our own negligence, inattention, and yes, even stupidity when it comes to spiritual matters and when it comes to our life with Christ. We have all foolishly and needlessly strayed. But then there is that other time, those other times, uh, when we didn't wander away from God. We ran away. And we did it because we wanted to. We knew the right thing and we did the wrong thing anyway because in that matter and at least at that moment we didn't give a rip what Jesus wanted. We held on to our grudge. We told that salacious and hurtful story. We logged on to that website. We slept with that person. We hated. We lusted. We coveted. We broke the Sabbath. And we didn't care. Or at least we didn't care enough to control ourselves. You know, the 23rd Psalm uh, declares that our, our Good Shepherd wields a rod and a staff. And these are indeed formidable weapons which are meant to comfort me because they are wielded against my enemies. But Christ, and Christ uses them but to defend me from Satan and death, but Christ, if you can think of that shepherd's staff, on the one end of it, there's this giant hook. And with that, Jesus would pull us back to himself, out of danger. And when we run away, restore us to himself. That is, he would bring you and me to repentance again from sin and rebellion and restore us to the safety of his flock. And that indeed is the wonderful backstory of Psalm 23 that makes that psalm all the more sweet, precious, and beautiful to us. For as Isaiah says, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. We have gone astray by our foolishness, and more damning, we have gone astray in willing disobedience to God, and still the good shepherd loves us still loves us, still seeks us, still would provide for us. All we like sheep have gone astray, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That 23rd Psalm describes so many of the beautiful things that shepherds do for the sheep under their charge. They, they indeed feed them lead them in safety, protect them, comfort them, carry them. But in the 10th chapter of St. John, Jesus goes on to describe something that no ordinary shepherd would ever do. He says, I lay down my life for the sheep. In the Lord's definition, that is the hallmark of the good shepherd, the one who is not a hireling, the one who 
truly owns and loves the sheep who calls each one by name. That the good shepherd lays down his life for those sheep. And try as I might, I can't do the math on that one. By what calculation ever is a stinking sheep worth the life of the shepherd? Aren't sheep by, by very definition disposable? Certainly our world sees humanity as disposable. We kill the unborn. We warehouse the elderly. We ignore the needy. We disdain even our own bodies through indulgence and addiction and neglect. And yet, Christ calls us precious in his sight. Christ deems us so precious that he is willing to give himself up for us all, to lay down his life for the sheep. He died for me. On the cross of Calvary, Jesus Christ stared down the enemy that would have swallowed you and me whole. As my good shepherd, he stood between me and all of the powers of death and hell. And though the price was unthinkably high, he overthrew their power to save me. He died for me. What he did on that cross, he did for me and did for the whole world. That promise, he died for me, well, it is the great treasure of the millions upon millions upon millions of people that we will one day know in his everlasting kingdom. And though that is true, he died for each and every one of them. Most astoundingly, he died for me. Christ knew you. He knew you and loved you before the foundation of this world. He chose you to be his own forever and making that choice, he also chose then to bear the cross for you, to take upon himself the punishment for sin that was justly yours, that you might be his own blood-bought lamb. He died for me. Boy, all the daily loving care that our shepherd gives to us. All of it. All of the future confidence that we have in him, that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It all flows from this, that he died for us. And therefore, above all things, this elicits the worship and praise of our lives. This profound mystery that the good shepherd loves us so that he laid down his life for the sheep. Our epistle lesson, by the way, now connects that gift that you have received from God with how we do live our daily life as members of the flock of Christ. St. John writes, By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we, in consequence, ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Our Lord's self-sacrifice has redeemed us to new and everlasting life, but it has also set an example for us. 
that setting aside our own selfish priorities, even if to do so comes at great cost to us, we might now look to the needs of others, to the poor and the lonely and the disenfranchised and the forgotten, to our neighbors, touching them, their lives, their hearts, with love that first came to us from God. He died for me, and therefore I will live for others, even as he lives. Jesus says, for this reason the Father loves me, that I lay down my life, that I may take it up again. And that is our supreme joy, to know that the shepherd who died for me and you has risen again in splendor and rules and reigns over all things still to provide and protect us that we might live with him forevermore. He died for me. He lives for me. Alleluia and amen. And the peace of God that passes understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ now and always. Amen. I'm sitting here with Vicar Don Woolweber, whose powerful voice you hear each week introducing the God With Us radio program. Vicar, I've got two questions for you. First, would you please just tell us a little bit about yourself? And second, would you please explain just what a vicar is? I'll be happy to do so, and thank you for having me. Um, a little bit about myself. I grew up in the Midwest, in the Milwaukee area, the first 47 years of my life. Then went out to California for about 12 to 14 years. And it is at that, at that time, um, God made it very, very clear to me that he wanted me uh, to be a pastor. And so after, after making sure that I, I knew that I knew that I knew that it was the will of God that I, I go and do this, I broke it, uh, the information to my wife, who uh, did not seem surprised, actually. She was very happy. And so uh, Debbie and I moved to St. Louis, and I was at the uh, Concordia Seminary in St. Louis for uh, over two years, and then uh, into Vicarage, and, uh, and working towards becoming a pastor. Being a vicar is like in the business world and the rest of the world, like being an intern. Um, I'm an intern who's learning the ropes, if you will, of becoming a pastor. And to do so, you have to have a supervising pastor, one who, is, uh, who has the skills and the abilities to be and who is an excellent pastor, and mine happens to be you. You're my supervising pastor, of course. How extraordinary. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's been and is a great blessing. Well, on that uh, same vein, recently you received some very exciting news about your work in the Tri-Parish, and would you please share that? I am so thrilled, and so is my wife, Debbie. We are just beside ourselves. Uh, just recently, uh, two of the churches in our Tri-Parish, Bethel Evangelical Lutheran Church and Zion Evangelical Lutheran Church, has put out a formal call for me to be their pastor, and uh, the presidents of the districts have this big huge meeting and they either approve or disapprove calls and my call was approved and so we're going to be able to this is our home and we're going to be able to stay here and serve wonderful people in this wonderful area
That is fantastic. Uh, very glad for, for you and Debbie, and congratulations. Uh, may God strengthen you in that calling and in the work that he has set before you. Now we know that uh, the word pastor, which you will soon be, is a word that, that, that it means shepherd. We've just heard a message about Jesus being our good shepherd. And I'm asking you what, what it means to you to be a shepherd of God's flock underneath the good shepherd. First and foremost, it is humbling. Um, it is an unspeakable pleasure and gift that I have been given by the call of, of God to be his, his servant. And that servant is to shepherd the people of the congregations and those, those people around me as best as I can. It is a tremendous responsibility. Uh, we're dealing with people's well-being and we're dealing with people's eternal well-being as, as well. I need to live what I preach. And that always is not so simple being a fallible human being. But it's an example that I, I need to uh, project. And it's also an example that is so important because when you are close with Christ, when he is in you and you in him, in the Good Shepherd, there's a desire that comes where you want to please God. You want to please the Father. You want to absorb his word and become deep in it and so united with God. And that excitement pours over into the sermons that we deliver. It pours into the activities that we engage in with, with our people, uh, the elders and the congregants. Now a shepherd is one who loves their sheep and would put, give their lives, put their lives down on the, on the line like Jesus said for their sheep. And I know that you and I feel the very same way about that because of again the great responsibility that he has given us and the heart that he has given us. So representing Jesus is what pastors need to do in, in all aspects of their life. And uh, to, to love and take care of and to guide the congregants into the path of that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Thank you. As, as a last thing for your consideration, I, 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 would you share with us some of your hopes for the future of your ministry? Ooh, we've got a lot of them. <laughs> and something that's really important too about this is that it's not so much like Thank you for joining us for today's broadcast of God With Us. This program is brought to you every week by your friends of the Pittsburgh Tri-Parish Lutheran Churches and this radio station. Tune in again next week for more of Pastor Han's teachings on the Word of God and for the completion of the interview with Vicar Don Woolweber. We invite you to join us for Sunday worship at one of the congregations of the Pittsburgh Tri-Parish. All are welcome. St. John's Lutheran Church, located at 501 North Avenue, Millville, Pennsylvania, 15209. St. John's phone number is 412 821 
6266 with worship every Sunday at 9 a.m. Bethel Lutheran Church, located at 301 Scott Avenue, Glenshaw, Pennsylvania, 15116. The phone number for Bethel is 412-486-5777. 412-486-5777. With worship every Sunday at 1015 a.m. And Zion Lutheran Church, located at 237 37th Street, Lawrenceville, Pennsylvania, 15201. With worship every Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Zion's phone number is 412-621-2720. 412-621-2720. You can find St. John's and Bethel on Facebook or on the web at www.stjohnsmillville.org and www.bethelglenshaw.org. You can also email us at godwithuspittsburgh at gmail.com. That's godwithuspittsburgh at gmail.com. Until next time, may the Lord Jesus Christ, our God with us, always be with you.